Welcome to Water Cooler, everyone. This hey. is Chris Croy, uh, digital content producer. And this is Myron Pitts. Uh, I am a Metro columnist here as well as a part-time Weekender editor. <laughs> this is the title I just kind of gave myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, pop culture today. We have to talk about the portraits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the portraits. That's right. The, uh, the official... National Gallery po- portraits for uh, former President Obama and first former First Lady Michelle Obama. They caused quite a stir when they came out. Um, you know, what did you think of them? Okay, I liked both of them, but mm-hmm. I think that's maybe because I'm in the younger demographic and I feel like I get the Obamas, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know you have very different opinions. Yeah, well, yeah, I I'm warming up to the one of President Obama. I'm not as thrilled about the one about uh, the one of Michelle Obama. They both are kind of modern art, as, as you've seen. You know, the the one with uh, the president, former president, has a floral background. He's seated on a chair with his you know his hands, his hands, his arms crossed on his lap. Um, and it is kind of a cool, cool picture. Actually, I mean, I actually have it on my screen background right now, and just seeing it more off on my phone and seeing it more often kind of makes me warm up to it. So you're forcing yourself to warm up to forcing it, forcing myself, and, and it's working. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the, the one of Michelle Obama, I like the way it's it's styled. I mean, uh, I love the she has a white dress with these great patterns on it, and she looks very cool and reserved. But I almost think it looks too reserved. Um, See, that's uh, so I, I wouldn't say bored. I've heard people say that. I don't think she looks bored, but it's just it's so laid back. And, and you know, you know, she was a lawyer before she was first lady. And as a first lady, her whole thing was about get fit, fitness. And so, uh, you know, I feel like the the portrait kind of conflicts with that very active Michelle Obama. But my more basic gripe, as I've told you, and I don't know if it rises to the level of gripe, uh, is that I don't think it really looks as much like her as the Obama's portrait looks like him. I just want to go on record and say that I rolled my eyes at you <laughs> when you said yes, that. Yes, I saw. Because... You My opinion of the portraits now. is, you know, they pick their own artists. They do. And That's these right. are two very, very talented artists mm-hmm. who, yeah. and they, because they're so talented because they have a set style and that is their style. And that is the style that the Obamas wanted to be portrayed in. That is their style, right? Those artists. And, you know, we talked about, it is kind of generational. You know, I'm, uh, you're firmly in the millennials and I'm a, a Gen Xer. But even older than uh, than me is my parents' generation, uh, and I think that they are less thrilled about the paintings than anyone. Because what's different about them is that most of the the portraits that go in the National Gallery are pretty traditional. I mean, it's, it's what you would expect, you know. It's it's a uh, kind of the painting that goes back to you know, the old masters type painting. So, and I think a lot of the, the generation, a lot of my mom's generation were looking for something just more traditional like the other presidents. So, and, and you know, we talked Chris about how my mom was like, we had a, me and my mom and a couple of the family members had a text discussion about them and the portraits and my mom was very against them. And I was trying to explain what we talked about, uh, about how these uh, the Obamas picked the artist, <laughs> and these were their styles. My mom sent a text that said very curtly, 
I'm finished talking about this subject. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I wonder if over time people people will uh, uh, start to embrace them more. I also wonder, Chris, if this is, is this going to break the mold. And now will we start seeing more presidential portraits that are more modern art and take more risk? Well, I mean, the Obama Obama getting elected yeah. broke the mold. And I don't think. See, to me, it's. He is not like the old presidents. He yeah. is not the old president. Right, you know, right. having true. him sitting in a chair with a bland background mm-hmm. would Wouldn't not be him yeah. at all. You know, who sat in the chair for his portrait was uh, George <laughs> W. Bush, and it was a very—I thought it was a good portrait. But yeah, it was—it was pretty standard. Uh, but I mean, you could, here. Okay, so this is the difference with all mm-hmm, them. Yeah. You can look at any of those portraits, mm-hmm. and you just see white guy sitting in chair with bland background yeah and then here comes obama you know he's a completely different president not just the fact that he's african-american he just completely kind of transformed what his you know office could do that's true i mean the fact that he managed to reach my generation Mm -hmm. and have a profound impact on me as a 17 year old you know waiting to vote for him as an 18 year old that's amazing and at the same time reaching my mother who's 75 exactly (laughs) like his range is just amazing it is amazing but yeah so those are the portraits so we might write about that i mean it's very interesting uh, one of the best uh, things I've read is just the the comment section at where they've the Washington Post they did their their art critic who loved the portraits uh, did a piece and just watching the back and forth people have a lot of opinions on them. oh yeah I mean you could see it on our Facebook page <laughs> yes um I want to see if I can actually bring it up but a lot of people one of the comments made about Michelle Obama's mm-hmm. portrait yeah was that it felt too flat mm-hmm. for them. I've heard that. I've like heard that it was yeah. like there's so much life in Michelle that it shouldn't that mm-hmm. she shouldn't look so flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then again with Obama's portrait, some of the comments were, you know, why does it have to be different? Yeah, I know, I know. It comes down <laughs> to if you like that floral background. I me. mean, yeah, and, because he and, is and, and that's what I've warmed up to the most. Yeah. And that's that artist style. He does these kind of you know, for lack of a better term, a funky background. And that's uh, what they wanted. That's and what they want. They did pick these artists. That can't be stressed enough. Exactly. And if you yeah. take away the background, he is still sitting in a yeah, chair yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like true. every other president. That's true. And I think that's, that's why he picked this guy because he was yeah. like, I want the standard portrait yeah. of me sitting in a chair, but I want that extra umph yeah. coming out of it, you that's know? That's true. That's true. What else is going on this week? I mean, you know we're going to talk about Panther, but <laughs> Black Okay, Panther. before we get into Panther, your... Before we get to that, <laughs> that's my thing. I actually wrote about it uh, for Weekender, uh, Seven Things to Know About Black Panther, so definitely check that out. Just it's going to be online. Just plugging your own work I'm right there. i just plugging my own work. <laughs> exactly right. But, yeah, so, you know, uh, the portraits, what else is, is okay, going so on, Okay, so I was pointing out that Kim Contrell... Uh, Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker, beef. whole controversy. Yeah. I mean, okay, I don't even know if it's a beef. These two, okay, they've hated each other, disliked each other. Hate's a strong word. Mm-hmm, yeah, they've disliked each other since sex, the, yeah. <laughs> since sex in the since Sex in the City. I mean, mm-hmm. they have a long history of this. Yeah. Um, and I okay, so I was reading in style. I'm, right. I'm just going to own up to the fact oh, that yeah, I read I in style. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of went through the history of their relationship. And Actually, they I also, um, they commented, they got a little, you know, it's in style, so they editorialized a little bit yeah. on how Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker is very self-conscious of her mm-hmm. nice girl image. Yeah. So her text or her Instagram pic to Kim Contrell, you know, saying, sorry about the loss of your brother or whatever that, you know, mm-hmm. something yeah. sentimental like that. Sure. 
I think Kim Cattrall, it might have seen that as, that as disingenuous mm-hmm. and more to just benefit Erica Jessica Parker yeah. than to actually, you know, act as an actual heartfelt, sure, sure, you know, and, condolence. You know, and, and Kim Cattrall did not take it as heartfelt at all. Oh I mean, no! What came through in her Instagram when I read it uh, was just there was a lot of pain there. I mean, it's obviously the pain, the loss of her brother, but also she she made it out like. Sarah Jessica Parker just had even no right to even comment on it, much less in a, in a public setting. Uh, Shim Cattrall dropped her mother in the in the discussion. She said, <laughs> you know, she claims that her mother told her, you know, why won't Sarah Jessica Parker leave you alone? I mean, you know, I think uh, which I mean, who knows if that was said or not. But clearly, you know, Chris, I didn't even know about this beef between them two. Oh, uh, now, I didn't either. I, I, I had heard that Kim Cattrall did not want to do a Sex in the City reunion, and I think we know now. A I mean, Sex in the City 3. Sex in the yeah. City, right. A Sex in the City, a third movie. Well, and every you know, time... Of course, the show was a runaway hit on HBO. Well, she, she didn't even want to do the first two movies mm-hmm. to begin with. Yeah. Um, but that's the, about a paycheck at that point. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Those two movies, she was like, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, and they were like, all right, we'll give you X amount, and yeah. she was just like, all right, I'm in. You I know? don't think this third one's going to happen. Oh, no, definitely no not. soon, anyway. But no the thing soon. is, I mean, since they've hated each other, okay, again, hate's a strong word, I just yeah, stopped using yeah. that word. <laughs> and, I, and I will say again, it may be hate <laughs> on Kim Cattrall's side. <laughs> since they haven't, you know, had the friendliest relationship, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't go out of my way to i don't know reach out to someone that i don't have a relationship with because yeah, if you don't have that. a positive relationship with someone you don't have a relationship that's right that's you know right. i don't go out of my way because why would i inflict myself or put myself in that situation yeah. have, to begin have, with? have you heard if um if uh sarah jessica parker has re- has responded no, I have no idea. Yeah, I have I, I barely have, kept up with this. The I only have, reason I, I know so much mm-hmm. is because it popped up on Instagram, popped up on Twitter. Yeah. And you know I'm all about the Twitter and the right, Instagram. Right, right. I suspect <laughs> she hasn't said it. I mean, what do you say? I mean, I almost think there's almost nothing she could say that's going to be received. Exactly. And it's not like she can way. go back and erase her old post. Right, right. But, you know. <laughs> like, it's already out but, there. But I've never met Sarah Jessica Parker. Maybe you have. I mean, uh, no. you're, you're the friend to the celebrities. You've met uh, uh, James Franco. We're not going into that here. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 Great no. story for another water cooler. <laughs> we're not but, going into that. <laughs> but uh, I've never met her. But I think she she's a human being like the rest of us so i would i would think that she worked with kim cattrall she probably does have some real heartfelt sentiment that kim cattrall lost someone so close to her uh, a brother so uh, there had to be some realness in that post now as to what else is going on between them that's them and i hope they work it out i mean i can also just see it at the end of the day of being like hey she was a co-worker yeah i should probably reach out yeah, well, you know? yeah, and you know, I mean, it, it's interesting because these sitcoms, you know, in this case, a dramatic comedy, um, you know, you think these stars would get along because they're involved in this project together and it's, it's a runaway hit and everybody knows them and sees them interact, but sometimes they don't like each other at all or it really is just a paycheck. That's uh, why they're called actors. I know, I know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you'd like to think they're close, though. Uh, you know, one case where they, they weren't, close or at least two people was the uh, fresh prince of bel-air i didn't realize until much after the show that you know that was one of those shows where they had one mom who was will oh yeah, yeah, mom, yeah and she was replaced by another mom yeah i know really about that story it's supposed to be the same mom but they look totally different mm-hmm. and then it turns out that they just 
wanted her to leave. I mean, the first mom, I mean, she still is angry with Will Smith over that. Um, I mean, Will Smith got, I'm, what was he, an executive producer or producer yeah, of yeah. some sort on that show? He so was, he got right. a lot of say. He so was, if he didn't like her, I yeah, mean, he, she was gone. Especially that's what if you happened. were the star of the show. Yeah, and that's what happened, right. And they always say the woman who play uh, played Aunt B on Andy Griffith was kind of a prima donna type. Okay, you're going way ahead of my time here. <laughs> like I can keep up with Fresh Prince. I'm good with that. I was already, but you, you I was reached, already on shaky ground with Fresh Prince. <laughs> you reached a bit too far for me. Well, you know, I got comfortable. I was like, okay, well, she knows Fresh Prince. Let's go back another twenty. I mean, years I know who Will Smith is. <laughs> And reruns of Fresh Prince come on all the time. And then, so. you know, the set of The Honeymooners, I heard some interesting things. No idea what that is. <laughs> you are it's, reaching. Hey, I'll put it this way. It's what The Flintstones was based on, The Honeymooners. Uh, great show. They used to show that on reruns, too. I didn't watch it when it was out. Because <laughs> you were, like, nine? Okay. So, Black Panther. All right, we're finally getting yeah. to your favorite part here. <laughs> Wait until the end for this. You know, I, I was so impressed with, I'm so impressed with everything Marvel does. I just think they, they, the Marvel Studios we're talking about, and the comic book company too, but Marvel Studios, they just have such a good understanding of the subject matter, which is superheroes. And just the rollout of Black Panther has shown that to the nth degree. I mean, they created such a buzz over this character. Already, it's, it's sold, pre-sold more tickets than any other Marvel movie. And this is a franchise that, of course, includes Spider-Man, includes the Avengers, Iron Man, some of the biggest movies. So it's already pre-sold that. And the critics love it. I mean, it's doing 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, So I just think, I, I told you before, like the last piece of the puzzle is us, the consumer. Like if we actually love the film as much as the critics did, I think we're, Marvel could be sitting on maybe the biggest movie of all time. Okay, so I just have to throw this wrench in there. Mm-hmm, sure. So you know the same kind of you don't have to fever. take pleasure throwing the wrench in. Okay, the, <laughs> let me smiling. get to my question here. Let yeah. me get to my question. So the same kind of fever kind right. of followed Wonder Woman, That's right. and you know she was the first. Sure. female mm-hmm. superhero right and this is the first black mm-hmm. superhero do you right. think it has something to do with the fact that it's the first black superhero oh yeah it's, 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 yeah that is a big part of the fact i mean there's people just like with wonder woman mm-hmm. i mean you know wonder woman had a buzz where there were groups of women that were going to see it together it's the same thing with black black panther there's groups of african americans there's a group in the triangle called 100 black men which is part of a national group they're paying for kids to go uh you know for kids that don't have as much money so yeah it's become a phenomenon in the african-american community me and my older brother and his and my nephew uh we're going on sunday afternoon we already bought our tickets for it so yeah i mean that, that that's a big part of it it's created a buzz but what's also exciting for me though is i think it's going to introduce to a lot of uh non-black audiences uh, a primarily black cast mm-hmm. uh, you know y- you know a lot of times just mainstream audiences don't wind up watching movies where most of the cast is african-american so i think it's going to be a scratch for some audiences but i think they're going to do it because he's a marvel superhero who happens to be black well i think, <laughs> That's I, I think people are gonna go <laughs> <laughs> i think get out kind of set it up for you there where you had you know protagonist sure. black 
man mm. with a bunch of white people and now we're taking it a step further right right exactly <laughs> protagonist black open, superhero right. full black cast yeah, it, is, it is well cast i mean chadwick boseman you know people know him from 42 which is about mm-hmm. the jackie robinson story where he played jackie robinson uh so great casting there and you know one thing that marvel does well is they introduce these characters as part of like a team setting or in someone else's movie mm-hmm. and then it wets the whistle to see that character in their own movie so they do that with all their characters yeah it's they like did, a backdoor pilot yeah they did it with black panther you know he's had a couple of uh, turns in the adventure avengers movie and so everyone start looking forward to so I'm, I'm i'm very excited about black panther maybe i write about that for a water cooler i'm i'm with you um hey, you i am not tickets? no okay. i okay the only reason i went to see the marvel movies was because of my husband yeah yeah and he's not around right Right. now so right yeah i've been to one movie since he left i am the only reason that sarah my wife sees marvel movies there you go (laughs) there you go so you understand you understand i mean but i i do look forward to seeing it and Mm -hmm. i I totally understand why it is such a big deal and i agree that it should be a big deal Mm -hmm. as was wonder woman i'm just wondering you know with wonder woman there was a backlash almost to you you know know, the women only viewings and things like that is there are you seeing that it is it's getting a little bit of a backlash in a couple ways uh one there's a movement to bring down its internet rating Uh, (laughs) so so there there are some trolls and they're trying to do this in two ways uh one i mentioned how well it is how well it rates on rotten tomatoes Mm -hmm. 97 percent. those are the critics so they're trying to take that down 98 percent actually but that's a little more difficult because to be a rotten tomatoes movie critic you actually have to be uh, you have to present credentials to the website Mm -hmm. and so that they can't really do that but where they are having an effect is international movie database imdb.com oh yeah because anyone can go on that i mean i'm a member of that yeah so there are ten thousand reviews of a movie that most people haven't seen yet Mm -hmm. or ratings and it has a 62 percent rating on that and i looked into it a quarter of those ratings are one star, the lowest rating you could get. So that's people who are just going in there and giving it one star. So that that is definitely a campaign to try to take down the movie. Now, people are wondering who is behind it. Is it racists who don't like the idea of a Black Panther movie or Black Hero? Some say it's DC fans. <laughs> <laughs> fans of dc comics who were just sick of marvel churning out hit after hit <laughs> while most of their movies bomb with the notable exception of wonder woman uh and some people are just wondering is it just internet trolls who are just trying to be different from everybody because it's only got out of 137 reviews from the critics it's only got three bad ones from the critics from the critics right so the critics love it and that in itself can sometimes inspire a backlash because mm. people think, how could a movie be that good, really? Well, I mean, there's there's a, there's also the whole, the general public doesn't usually tend to agree with the critics, you know? That's true. Like, That's you true. can only, all you have to do is look at the Oscars mm. or all the other award shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like the what was it? That movie, The Dressmaker. Mm-hmm, uh, Phantom Thread. Yeah, Phantom mm-hmm. Thread. Yeah, that movie. No one had even seen it, but or there heard it is. Of it. Maybe or, yeah, exactly. It, but right. there was an Oscars, mm-hmm. and so like you know, yeah, critics yeah. and general public don't tend to usually don't agree. Don't tend to agree. They tend to agree more often 
on Marvel movies. It <laughs> <laughs> always comes back to Marvel. You are, you are, you are always Marvel going to get this. Marvel today. But, but Marvel movies uh, actually do tend to do pretty well. No, they, I completely agree. Yeah, they do tend so do you to do think that well. this is going to be the superhero movie that makes it all the way to the Oscars? You, you know, know for uh, something other than a technical award? Not that, not that I'm saying those are not important. Yeah, but yeah. You yeah know. I mean, yeah, that's a good question. Because uh, a lot of people thought Wonder Woman would make it all the way to Oscars. Uh, and I wrote a got, water cooler about that. It got blanked. It didn't get anything. Uh, so I don't know. It's hard to tell what people. One thing going against it, I will say this, is it's coming so early in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, you know, there's a recency effect when it comes to the Oscar voting, yeah. I believe. And the, the movies that are earlier in the year just get forgotten about. Yeah. So I think it's going to come down to how the studio promotes it um around oscar time to keep it in people's minds and then you know who knows some people are just never going to take superhero movies seriously uh i, I learned and I think that's that, a shame i learned that during the 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 dark knight debacle because <laughs> i was not. a big fan of the dark knight and it really didn't do anything in the oscar yeah and the, the thing with you know these movies is like Batman i don't <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that they you know deserve like the crazy big awards you know like writing like best Mm -hmm. like script and stuff because like a lot of the script is really really corny well adapt or yeah (laughs) a lot of it tends to be right because it it mimics comic books exactly so there is i mean and maybe that's just a thing maybe the academy just doesn't have someone who's well versed in comic books to totally understand and appreciate what's in there the writing uh this could be another thing that gives the black panther a leg up on the oscars is that uh, the most recent series, and it's been several, uh, three or four through the years, but the most recent one is written by Tanahasi Coates, who is the Atlantic writer, uh, mm-hmm. author of the best-selling book Between the World and Me, which is sort of an essay about him explaining the racial situation in America to his son. Uh, so he was a, a, a big-time writer who decided to also write this comic book so maybe wow. some of the dialogue may be you know a little bit more elevated than what we usually see because you're right it is live it is very cheap and it really i think it's really just like the cheesiness and just mm. how over the top it is yeah that you know that's kind of what people forget about expect right? yeah it's over the top and stuff. if there's one thing i learned from my sister is that if you want to see good movies, you always go around November and December because that's, right. that's when the Oscar, Oscar movies comes out. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So like the beginning of the year for her is just like, nah, it's not worth. Yeah, it's not worth it. You got to wait until the end of the year to get all those good movies. Well, in. tell her to make an exception for Black Panther. You and her can go see it together. <laughs> uh, my sister lives in New York, and it's like fifty bucks to go see a Y'all movie there. Y'all can work it out. Meet no halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll probably write about Black Panther for this week. What do you think? Yeah, I think okay. you're definitely right. writing about Black Panther this week. You wrote about it water cooler yeah. you're gonna write about it in weekender oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just all about black panther you better believe it you're Can't gonna become to a black it. panther expert and before you know it you're gonna be getting calls from other people asking maybe you i'll move expertise. to wakanda to where <laughs> see i got nothing <laughs> fictional that's the fictional country where black panther is set oh. by the way for, for black panther neophytes don't make yourself look ridiculous wakanda is not a real country <laughs> <laughs> and that is a dig at <laughs> not you not anybody in particular <laughs> just trying to save it he wants some embarrassment and that by the way the what the, the other backlash against it is related to that also on twitter 
and social media, there's a hashtag called Wakanda isn't real. Mm-hmm. And so I'm aware of this. Yeah. Trolls put that up to sort of like if someone's express, expressing African-American pride and all this type stuff, they'll do it. Wakanda isn't real and then put something negative, you know. So what? <laughs> Who can figure them? All right. Well, I mean, people can come back with Gotham isn't real either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Gotham isn't real. <laughs> New York, where Spider-Man is, is real. Oh, I didn't realize that that was actually... See, that just goes to show I am not the right person to be talking to well, about this. Well, I think this. it's in New York. The Daily Bugle is not real. The paper he worked for. But what about it was Superman? Where's that set? That's set in like Kansas, right? He's like a small town boy Yeah, in he starts off there, but I think he has a city connection too. All right, we're going off on tangents. Metropolis. Oh, yeah, not a real place. <laughs> not a real place. Not real either. Okay, we're going off on we're tangents. You're writing about okay. water, cool- right. water cooler. You're water cooler Black Panther. Black Panther. That's right. All right. Go for it. 